The following is a production of cprundown.com. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast covering the Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, the amusement industry, and the business of fun. Here are your hosts, Karsten Anderson, Evan Schultz, and Kyle Hu. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rundown on Fun, a weekly podcast where we cover Cedar Fair, Cedar Point, and everything to do with fun. So, another week in another uh, episode of No Evan, huh? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But hey, I mean, you know, we we kind of dove a little deep to uh, to find somebody, and uh, so we got a we got a cool uh, cool guest. You want to introduce him? Yeah, we 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 got a we dug deep into the reserves and found a guest host this week who is sitting next to me. So go ahead and introduce yourself. All right, hello everyone. My name is Dean, and I have been a uh, platinum pass holder with uh, Cedar Fair since 2016. And then I also have worked at the park for three seasons within the uh, live entertainment department, doing DJ, MC work, and a whole bunch of other odd jobs. But yeah, it's me. Yeah, so we're happy uh, to have you uh, here. D- DJ Renaissance? Renaissance. Come on, man. It's Renaissance. DJ, Renaissance. DJ Resistance. DJ Outlaw. Resistance. DJ yeah. Outlaw. And, oh, yeah. Uh, DJ Dr. Scream, too, for a brief stint. So. Yeah, there that was go. like what? Like three weeks, four weeks? Uh, it was the whole Tricks and Treats Fall Fun Fest. Stint. During COVID? Yeah, during COVID. Okay, so like seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when you had like the orange hair or the green hair or something? Orange hair, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was me. Nice, nice. Love it. Yeah, so, you know, one thing you probably saw from that stage really well was a top throw dragster, right? Yeah, yeah. if I could turn around and look back backstage, behind stage, I would see top throw dragster. And I heard there's uh, something going on over there. Yeah, so um, I was able to go to the park yesterday, and I, I got um, one of, one of, our, one of our, 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 I guess you could say our frequent visitors on our page, He's like, hey, he's like, go check out um Tothel Dragster. There's there seems to be some kind of a lift on the opposite side of where you walk on the midway. And I'm like, okay. So I walk over there. I I go over on because you can still walk over to the very like to the entrance of the ride. And you can also go on the bleachers that are still there. So I'm like, all right, so I go over there and look, and lo and behold, there's a man lift which is like one of those giant lifts. Like it's like a bucket kind of thing. You can lift it up um, and do whatever you need to do. Well, anyway, uh, it is over by the brakes area. Not exactly sure though, if it's for top though dragster, it could be also for iron dragon. I heard possibly there could be like some kind of inspections going on or something, but it is kind of nice to see, and I did also post um, on rundown on the rundown uh, Facebook page that the gates to train two at on at the in the station were open, and then I looked today or yesterday, and the gates were closed. So maybe some ghost riders, possibly. I'm I'm not exactly sure. So you know, or some maintenance guys just having fun with us. <laughs> They could be. They could be like, hey, you know what? Why don't we mess with like some uh, some of these uh, GPS or actually coaster enthusiasts, and let's just open the gates and watch the internet. 
Yeah, you know, it, it very well could be for Iron Dragon, or it could be for Top Thor Dragster and Iron Dragon. Um, you know, still pretty obvious that we won't see it open this year, just for the pure fact that of the six-month off-season, Dragster takes, what, five months to get ready? I would say so. Sometimes it takes a little longer because it'll be opening day and Top Thor Dragster won't have it, won't be ready to go. You know, yeah, and, it won't and they weren't able to start that work until like after opening day this year, probably. I would assume because I mean, what the the investigation got closed. I think what late March was that? Yeah. Was that? I think it was right late, late late March. So, you know, April, May, June, July. I mean, yeah, you know. So, when they said it's going to be closed this year, you know, the park meant it. They're not, you know, they're not like, well, it'll be closed. Maybe maybe it'll open up later this year. So. You know. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to reopen this year, but I am hopeful that it reopens next year. Yeah, yeah. I I am very hopeful that it opens next year because uh, next year it'll be its uh, 20th anniversary. So, and, and nothing that we've seen really points to the fact that it's going away. You know, you can sit there for an hour on Facebook or any of the old school forums and say, oh, well, they took it out of this specific picture of the skyline, so that means it's not coming back, but... Yeah, everything, you know, merchandise-wise, like Skyline-wise, you know, I, I, we've been watching it. In the gift shops, they're still selling Top Thrill Dragster merchandise. Not new, but just they still sell the Top Thrill Dragster merchandise. And, you know, they also have, like, the new shirts and stuff. All the Skyline still has it um, on the shirt and everything like that. So, I don't know. I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll see. And then, I know, real quick, I know that people are saying, oh, well, they're going to – they're getting ready to cut it down or they're getting ready to do whatever – Actually, if they were going to do that, I believe they would also wait until the park was closed for the season because that's going to be a huge project if that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, letting the park clear out. That That's such a huge job that yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how you'd begin to go about that. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty intense. And, you know, if you were at the park today looking at Dragster, um, you know, on the way out, you might have found that the midway flooded and that everybody was trying to leave at the same time yeah oh my goodness we, we got sent a few pictures uh we did post um we did share a few pictures um online from some guests that were at the park but it's normal like especially when it like downpours and rains like really 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 hard and really fast probably like a half an inch to an inch like for 30 minutes for 30 minutes or so it happens you know cedar point sits on a very teeny tiny if any water table i mean obviously they have a little bit of a water table um but when it rains the you know the sewers and the drains can't keep up and you know the draining is just very slow and sometimes the midway becomes ankle deeper or so for for i'd say probably like a few hours and then it'll go away so it's not too bad yeah i feel like it happens a couple times a year but it always happens at the same spot on the midway, like nowhere else in the park. So that spot just must be lower than everything else or something. That and also the parking lot. That's always that's always yeah. a chore, especially that handicap parking out in the front. I remember it being so deep. It was like it was almost up to my knees. So hmm. that was fun. Yeah. Very early last year when I was working at the park, it was probably still in early June. There was a day that it flooded really bad out by um, Famous Dave's and the marina in that area. And they came into our office and said, if your car is parked in the Bayside lot, it might be floating away. So you might want to go move it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, it's something that happens a couple times a year. It's always fun to see pictures and everybody just not caring and just walking through walking through it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, why not? You know, 
Yeah, keep in mind, so, uh, if, you're, if you're gonna go to the park and it rains, that might happen. I was gonna say, so so you you did a little uh, a little news dive into Kings Island. At least one of the coasters that was that was closed this year or whatever, you know, reopened back up. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so if you remember a couple weeks ago, um, we saw pictures of the bat where it had not derailed, but one of the wheels in the wheel assemblies had fallen off during the ride and hit a portion of track and kind of scuffed it and dented it up. And a lot of people were saying, oh, well, this is probably it. It's probably never going to reopen. And I don't know where those claims came from because there was <laughs> never any justification that it was going to close forever. Internet um, rumors. Yeah. It, it, it was closed for like two weeks, probably. I mean, it was closed the entire time I was there for the fourth. It yeah. just it just reopened either yesterday or today, like very recently. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I, I mean, it's great. It's great that it's back open. Um, I, I love that ride. I love that ride. It, yeah. It's like if 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 someone that's listening that's never been to Kings Island, but they've ridden Iron Dragon, it's like Iron Dragon on like a scale of, I don't know, 10. Yeah. Intense. It's very it's intense. Fun. It's very fun. It's smooth. It's fun, though. It's got a lot of swinging and all kinds of fun stuff. Dean, what do, you, all- what do you think of it? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It was, um, I, I've only rode it a couple times because I'm only willing to make that uh, mile back hike, you know, once or twice a season. And so I've only rode it a couple times, but I do enjoy it. It's a good uh, coaster. It's definitely not like on the same level of family thrills as I would say, you know, Iron Dragon is, but it it's definitely a step up from Iron Dragon. I like it a lot. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, me and, and you and Evan and, and Maya, we rode it during Coaster Stock a couple times. Yeah, and also if you're, I don't know, you like snakes, you can see some snakes sometimes crawling up the uh, supports yeah. in the back. So mm-hmm. that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would say that snakes are pretty scary, wouldn't you? Uh, A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't like snakes. And something else that is scary is Halloween weekends. Yeah, they're, they're hiring. Like today, we, you know, emails went out or whatever. They're uh, hiring for Screamsters. Yeah, and I feel like we have a little bit of advantage on this topic since all three of us currently recording the podcast have worked as Screamsters for at least a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was my first season being a Screamster. That was pretty cool. Got to do Eerie Estates. Um, you don't have to. Ha- it's, what's kind of cool is if you're scared about it, don't be scared. They t- they pretty much take you under their wing. Um, the 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 and the management for like the scare actors and they kind of like have like run-throughs and walk-throughs and they try to find they try to find your character inside of you where it could be like i don't know someone that you never thought you would be like some shy something and then you just randomly scream or you know vice versa where you, you almost sound like you know an old man like you know evan evan and i have a few uh a few stories that maybe we can share in the weeks ahead um about our stories but it was a fun time it was you know and also what's really nice is you know if you apply you're gonna make i think 15 dollars an hour yeah that's um, starting if, wage this year and then if you're returning you make 20 dollars um an hour which is nice but still 15 i mean to scare the crap out of somebody it's awesome like you're literally just standing in there and you're hanging out and you like you make good friends um you also get to you know experience 
you know, new things and you kind of like open up that Pandora boxing on, of yourself and whatever. I don't know. What do you, what did you guys think when you guys did it? The first year I started scaring, I scared and hexed when it was hexed lights out when you had to carry around the flashlight. Yeah, that's right. And I did it alone. Dean didn't do it with me. And you know, I was really nervous that I wasn't going to make friends. I wasn't going to be good at it, but they really do a good job of teaching the fundamentals, you know, telling you to scare forward and help you thrive. And another thing that I thought was really cool was that the veteran scarers have a very open attitude towards the rookies and yeah. they truly want to help and they truly yeah, very make... much so. Yeah. I agree. yeah. The first year I scared, I had what I like to call the dream team where we all got along so well. And on, on, on nights, I mean, we would be eating through people, giving everybody a scare. It was so much fun, even with, you know, getting flashlights shined in my face all night, every night. Cause we gave the guest flashlights that year. That was yeah. a little annoying, but it was so much fun. And then the next year, so that was in 2018 when I scared and hexed. And then in 2019, I talked Dean into it and we didn't go back to hex because our scare captain and QT, well, our scare captain left and our QT, which is like your house supervisor. Uh, she moved to slaughterhouse. So, and a lot of the people who I scared with either moved to different houses or didn't come back. Um, so I got rehomed to Erie Estate, and I talked Dean into doing it with me. Mm -hmm. Erie Estate was a really fun time. Um, we were placed specifically in the game room, so it's where they have like the poker table, and then they also have like stuffed taxidermy, hence the game room. And so we would tandem scare a lot, and then some nights we would jump into the bar a little bit, which is the scene right before that, in between the dining room. And it was a lot of fun. It, it was a job, I, I, honestly, like no other. Not want to use the slogan and stuff from Sierra Point, but it was. <laughs> it was. It was very unique. And I mean, I don't think you get that opportunity a lot to have like that type of job and position. It was just a lot of fun. I mean, we we made friends there, you know, within the house and stuff, and even outside of the house. And it was a lot of fun. I, I truly enjoyed my time at Erie Estates. And a special shout out to our uh, scare captain Felix. What a oh guy. yeah, Felix. What a guy. Yeah, I was really bummed that my position at the park last year did not allow me to scare because it's such a fun job. Yeah. Um, but I was able to scare on closing closing weekend on Friday. I you know I was at work and I had finished all of my assignments and I went to the bistro and I saw Felix and I said, "Hey man, I'm really bummed that I can't do it this year." And he's like, "Well hell, what are you doing tonight? We need people." <laughs> I was like really you need you need people that bad and he's like hell yeah man well i'll even give you your own room back he's like go up the wardrobe get in a costume and come find me so that was That's really cool i got to have one more night i was gonna say one one thing was was the perks um was really cool to do like you know employee ride nights yeah uh before you know the park closes for the season you know they had you know wicked twister appreciation ride night last mm -hmm. year we all got like little buttons and stuff but they also give you like uh, like a lot of perks too, where you get like, you know, the haunt, like a free haunt sweatshirt and like beanie and hat and all kinds of stuff. So if you're looking for some, some free stuff and a good time, definitely apply. Yeah. They normally do it on like a week by week basis. So one week you'll get a pair of gloves and another week you'll get a hat. And then another yep. week you'll get your sweatshirt and they treat you really well as a, as a scare actor and an employee because one, they really need people at that time of the year after all the college kids have gone back and, and the people who work full-time have other jobs. You know, they're really hurting for employees. 
And, you know, at the end of the day, during fall, people come to the park for Halloween weekends. So if they don't have people in those haunted houses, they're not exactly making the money that they otherwise would be. So they, they treat you very well. If anybody listening is on the fence, I think we have three glowing recommendations of just do it. Even if you can't yeah. commit, even if you can't commit to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they will work with your schedule. If you have they to come will. in late or leave early, they will give you what you want. Yep. I do have to say when you get to one of my favorite parts was obviously making friends, but when you got the, your makeup done, they would, they would put the spray like, as they do like a, like a spray art. Yeah. The of, setting on spray. Your face. <laughs> but the, the smell, all it smell, it didn't smell like makeup. All it smelled was fresh cut apples. So, yeah, the the best makeup I ever got was when I worked in Hexed. It was a Sunday. The makeup artist, you know, because typically they don't spend more than 10 minutes on any one person. Um, it was a Sunday and she was really slow. She spent like 25 minutes working on me and hand painted all my stuff. I was this like green swamp monster because in Hexed, there's a room with the bungee cage, which is where I worked. I worked in that bungee cage lunging out at people. We called it the swamp room. So she drew me up as this like swamp creature <laughs> with with teeth and scales and she drew all that by hand it was i, I was it. really impressed the the makeup artists are so talented mm-hmm. and it, yep. it should be noted too that again another perk is that if you're on the fence you don't have to provide any of your own makeup i know at some you know small mom and pop haunt uh you know areas and stuff like that you have to provide your own makeup and this and that they do it all for you right there they have a big section up in haunt central which is atop of the arcade uh at least that's typically where it's at it is. um and yeah. so they yeah. they do it all up for you. you get a card and all that fun stuff you get your own costume now of course you can bring in your own costume i think you have to get it approved and everything i don't know if you can bring in a costume but you can bring in props you can bring yeah. props props okay yeah. um yeah. but but so still like, like something that'll like it'd be like a squeaky chicken or yeah. you know something that's not going to hurt somebody so yeah, previous to Halloween weekends, I scared for a couple of years at the Haunted Hydro in Fremont. Great little independently owned haunt, but they made you provide your costume and makeup. Oh, wow. So that is another perk that he brought up that they provide everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you live far enough away from the park that you have to stay in employee housing, employee housing is free during Halloween weekends. So that's not an expense that you have to provide. And to add on to that food, sometimes they give you free food as well from the bistro. I remember like two weeks in a row they gave us uh, like a Thanksgiving meal and so it was like turkey, mashed potatoes, and that was one of my favorite meals all summer long at the uh, and fall at the bistro. And it was, you know, completely free and stuff. It was good. Yeah, that's normally one of the perks they do is on Saturdays you get a free meal. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Definitely, definitely, uh, definitely cool. And plus you can... I mean, last year we were able to check in, I think at like two or three o'clock before the houses would open at like four or five. So you could have your makeup done at like two o'clock and then you could just, you know, you'd have to stay up in Han Central, which is up, you know, above the, the, in the ballroom above the arcade. Um, but I know that Evan and I, we watched, like we were able to use his internet and we were able to watch the Browns game. So that was kind of cool. When I, the first year I scared, I did Friday, I committed to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And on Friday, you would have a lot of people doing homework or work work on their laptops up in Haunt Central because, like you said, they got into makeup an hour and a half before the houses opened. They would just bring their computer and just chip away at work and get paid for it, which is another perk. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's fun. So if you're thinking about jo- joining, do it. And also, it's its 25th anniversary. 
Yeah. So it's going to be a fun year. It'll be cool. It'll be really cool. Yeah, so we jumped a little bit ahead with Haunt, but another thing that should be gearing up by now is CP Knights. And, you know, we are fortunate enough to have Dean here, who DJed at CP Knights for two years? Two years, yeah, two years. Because they didn't do it in... 2020 during the pandemic um and so they did it 2019 that was my first year at the park working and then i got to do it last year um and yeah cp nights it's a it's a really fun event they always try to you know add something new change it up a little bit from year to year because you know just a stagnant beach party doesn't go over well but if you add a couple new things you know change up a few things brings more guests out and it's always a great time out on the beach i mean you can't really get better than having a nighttime glow area in the beach come to life you know after even after the park closes and have that little extra time for the hotel guests and stuff to come out and have a good time and then you know slander back to their hotel rooms and tuck in for the night for uh, another day of roller coasters but yeah i was able to uh dj in 2019 and that was the last year for the uh big inflatable octopus that we would have um and oh, yeah. so that that was fun um and then this past year in 2021 they kind of redid the stage and redid some of the lights um and so cool. yeah it was it was really really cool and it was a big step up for me because being a big dj and tech guy and all of that fun stuff i was actually able to control the lights from a touchscreen computer where they had you know preset scenes and stuff that i could change the color change the different type of uh, flashing that the light was doing and stuff and so it was really really cool it was a definite step up from 2019 in terms of like production and all of that fun stuff and uh i had some really good nights out on the beach of course you're always going to have those slower nights on you know monday tuesday wednesday but even some of those nights i would still draw a crowd because it would go until 11 o'clock and the park would close up at 10 so people who didn't want to go home right away would you know come on out to the beach and have a good time for that last hour um, and then the hotel guests would always be out there and, you know, probably, probably the only bad thing was the, uh, couple suite rooms that were right behind the DJ stage. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know none of them are fans of DJ resistance, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Last year we had dine in the dark too, which mm-hmm. I, I personally did that one night and it was really was good. Fun. I wonder if we'll have that again. That, yeah, that, that was fun. I thought it was great. Yeah. It was a really cool thing that they had kind of, you know, brought together and, uh, you know, I even had a hand during the middle part of the summer where I was just kind of doing odd jobs and stuff. I was rigging some of the lights inside of uh, the Lakeside Dining Room, I think it's called, yep. or Lakeside Pavilion. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, they, they definitely were trying something. I think it worked out for the best and stuff and got good reviews all around for it. So, you know, I think they're bringing that back this year, but I'm not too sure. I mean, nothing's been announced yet, but yeah. I would always go on record that I don't eat at the park, and I, I did that, and it was good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a lot to pick from, too. There, yeah. I know there was, like, there was, like, fish and, I think, seafood, and I think there was, like, a pasta dish and some kind of meat dish as well. Yeah, they had lots of, like, stations set up and stuff, and each one of them kind of had their own theme. At least this was what I was told as we were finishing up the lights and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a cool event. People would always come out to the beach with the uh, blinky cups and stuff, and you know have a good time. And they even had some food out on the beach too. Um, they had like some hot dogs, brats, all burgers, all of that fun stuff. Um, and then yeah, that's that that's about it for you know CP nights. They had the glow volleyball. 
And then as well as I, I'm not sure if they brought back the silent disco or not last year. They did. Okay. So then, yeah. yeah, that was down on the other end and stuff. And so that was a lot of fun. Well, in last year too, they drug out a couple little games booths mm-hmm. and they had food that you could buy alcohol out on the beach too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all around a good event. Um, I know uh, like Knott's Berry Farm does like their Knott's Summer Nights and stuff, which is great and everything. And I know they're more live entertainment driven based out there um when it comes to they have to be yeah when it when it comes to that but yeah what i'm getting at is like cp nights it's on a beach i mean i i don't know if i'll ever have a better job than being able to dj right on the cedar point beach look out in front of me see water and sand and people having a good time and look behind me and see the roller coasters running the lights going and people having a good time in there you would have truly you would have really good crowds too like we would you know we would come over like after late you know last friday the night kind of thing and We'd walk over and, you know, it'd be a Saturday night. It wouldn't even be a Saturday night. It could be, like, a weekday. And mm-hmm. you would always get the, the crowd going, and you'd have, like, half the, you know, you'd have half the um, the beach pretty much full. And, and, and like you said, those lights, like, a lot of people don't really think about it, but, like, lights really add to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. When you got those lights pumping and they're, like, flashing and doing all kinds of stuff and strobing and stuff, it just puts everybody in a different mood. Like, oh, it's really yeah. fun, so yeah it was really fun to learn the software and kind of work with that and you know try different things out because there was no set you know script for oh i had to hit red and green lights at this time no it was just kind of whatever i wanted to do and so it was fun messing around with those Um, probably probably the best crowd i had was actually on closing day for cp nights which was i believe a sunday it was the sunday before uh labor day and i had that beach packed i mean not me specifically but you know the beach was packed i mean there was at least 500 people on the little glow zone area jamming and having a good time and yeah that was that was a great way to you know end cp nights and stuff so but yeah and then and if you're if you're you know you're not wanting to dance around and and do all that there's also like fire pits i know that they they have um around the beach um with like lounge chair not really lounge chairs but like some kind of seating um that you can kind of sit around like the fires and stuff if you want to do something more low-key and then like like ever you know like like you guys said there's there's food um you know on there and there's also drinks so it's it's fun it also i don't know uh, quote me if i'm wrong I, did it start at at seven o'clock yeah. last year yep last year it started okay. at seven seven to eleven every night all right yeah it's seven to eleven again it starts on july 29th and goes until august 21st so that's awesome. gonna be fun that'll be a fun time Oh yeah. A little sad that we're gonna miss it this year, Dean. Yeah, and uh good luck to whoever replaces and takes on the full responsibility of CP Knights. I know you'll do amazing out there. Good luck. Keep the energy high and keep the crowds fist pumping. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to it'll be interesting to see if CP Knights gets neutered at all because of the construction that's going on right down the beach. Yeah. But keeping Ooh, up with yeah, that's a keep, good question. Yeah, yeah, keeping up with talking about it. What's new this week? Because it seems that every week you talk me into riding Giant Wheel, and <laughs> we just well, lean our cameras I, over I, and take pictures. I'm pretty happy to say that I was able to talk Justin, our awesome wow, our awesome like I don't know like our our pre-host or whatever our you announcer. Call. Our announcer, yeah, our official announcer, our na- neighborhood announcer. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he hates, hates, hates the giant wheel. And I was able to, I don't know, somehow con him into riding it with me, and I was able to get some pictures up there. But, yeah, so they're um, they're 
they're still continuing the process of building whatever's being built over there. Um, it's starting to look a little bit more like a building of some sort. Not exactly sure if it's a like a ride building or that food building or something. Not exactly sure. There's a, I know there's a rumor about a food building going around, but nothing's been confirmed. I did find a new looks like staging area over by when you're driving in the on the causeway over by cedar point express in the very back where um the sunflower the what is it the sun the, the sunflower prayers for maria hope yeah. sunflower field yeah that's yeah the frontier fest yeah 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 i found a little area that's been fenced off and the fence is actually covered with like a cover so you can't really see what's going in and out of there um every time i go to cedar point i just kind of take a look and and just you know because it's the fence isn't high enough so i you know i'm able to just walk up and just kind of peek and there's nothing in there as of yet but it's a pretty big staging area for whatever it is whether it's building material or ride parts or well I, I could be off basis here and if i am please let me know but isn't that where they stored the track for Valraven before they moved over to the park a few years ago? Yes. And then they also did a, a big, I mean, it was pretty much that whole entire field that they had over there, but they had, um, they had Maverick over there. And mm-hmm. I remember taking pictures in the field cause those, the, the, the grass wasn't really cut over there. So there was lovely bugs yeah. that would just crawl all over you and stuff and whatever. But yeah, there was, I mean, that whole entire field though was, was, was packed with all that track. So it's, a very it's like i'd say probably a quarter of that field or whatever so i guess we'll have to we'll have to see and and just wait for a few weeks and see what pops up yeah so the best place to see what's going to happen with construction is probably the webcams and we got a new webcam this week webcam 3 has returned yeah it finally returns um a lot of people were saying you know it could possibly return to uh top throw dragster and obviously it didn't, but it actually returned. I kind of like the spot. It's back in Frontier Town over on the old Skyride building, if anybody knows that. Okay. That's where the restrooms are right next yeah, like, to. Yeah, like where Frontier Lift came into that station at. Yeah. yeah. So they put okay. it right on the very, very top of that. And it's got some new, new, new views. Like you can see Magnum from a distance, which looks really cool. Or obviously you can see Maverick and Steel Vengeance. And then also you can see really, really, really close Skyhawk. So, you know, if, if they decide to, if Tony decides to point the webcam at Skyhawk, you can watch Skyhawk uh, do a cycle or two. Yeah, pretty that's cool. a pretty cool vantage point because I don't think up until now we've had one in Frontier Town, have we? I don't think so. I think the last webcam that was like around in the Frontier area was probably either when Skyhawk or yeah when skyhawk was built or maybe when maverick was being built because i do remember when maverick was being built there was a webcam i might have been over the webcam might have been on what was it snake river falls maybe something like that possibly i cannot remember though for sure you have to go on like that wayback machine and see if you can pull it up or whatever so yeah um that that's cool though that we get kind of a glimpse into frontier town now and we can watch skyhawk cycle and all that yeah. fun stuff. It's cool. You can see the farmhouse. You can kind of see, you know, what's going on. What's going on back there. So, I mean, because those other two webcams are up on, on Power Tower. So, you can't really get a crazy zoomed in view of, like, what's going on. So, it's pretty sweet. 
Yeah, so if you know you are sitting at home and you are watching the webcams with a friend, but that friend does not have a way to get into the park, if you are a platinum or gold pass holder too, are gold pass holders included in this? I believe so. It said pass holders. So okay, so Sweden. pass holders. Yeah, everyone. Everyone, you can bring a friend to Cedar Point now, and if you use your pass, you can buy them a discounted ticket. Is it thirty nine ninety nine? Yep, thirty nine ninety nine, and I believe it's up to four each day. Yeah, I remember when they used to do the the twenty dollar days, and it would oh, be yeah. restricted to like a Wednesday in September, or I mean not September because they weren't open then, but you know like crazy specific days. But it's good that they're opening it up now. Um, I don't necessarily know if that means that they're having trouble getting people in the gate or what's going on there, but definitely a good opportunity if you have a friend or family member that hasn't been in a while to take them back. I know my aunt is in town right now from California and I'm taking her to the park tomorrow and I'm going to use this deal. Yeah. It looks like it's um that 39.99 kind of changes um just with the calendar. Cause I'm looking right now, like this weekend it's $45 on Friday okay. and Saturday, but then it drops back down to 39.99. And then also you can do up to, uh, it looks like up to six tickets instead of four. So that's a pretty good deal if you have a big family and you want to take them for a little bit cheaper because tickets can get expensive mm-hmm. well that and also people are saying you know prices of food are really expensive well why don't you buy an all-day dining you can you can buy that for like say forty dollars 45 40 fifty dollars we'll just say fifty dollars you can buy that i know it's less than fifty dollars but you can buy that and that's like equivalent to almost like three meals and you can eat every 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you want a burger at coasters, which is freaking awesome. And then later on, maybe like, I don't know, you can get the premium one that has the snack option where it's like, you can, you can get, you know, uh, I think fries on that, like specific fries, you can get all kinds of different snack options uh, for that, but it also includes a drink too. So, I mean, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, and you know, especially if you are saving some money at the gate, you might be more inclined to spend money in the park. I know that was one thing that we talked about last week was people are spending money in the park because revenue's yeah. up twenty percent over the calendar year. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely they're definitely spending money in the park. That's for sure. I will I will be interested to see how this affects attendance going into kind of the second half of the summer. Now that we are past the Fourth of July, which is kind of the halfway point of the summer. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be uh, it'll be interesting, especially for like, you know, hollow weekends and everything that's, you know, kind of going on kind of thing with everything. I know gas prices are finally starting to come down, so maybe mm-hmm. there'll be more people that'll be coming out to the parks. I know everyone's going to try to squeeze in that last little vacation kind of thing before, yep. you know, yep. um, before the park starts to go to, you know, there'll be Thursday through Sunday, which is nice. Thursday through Sunday is nice. Um, but before, you know, it gets kind of spooky and you start to see the leaves start to change and, you know, so. Well, I think that is everything that we had planned to talk about tonight. I know, you know, we're still down Evan and thank you, Dean, for coming on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. You know, and this wasn't a, we did talk about quite a bit tonight, but we didn't spend a whole lot of time on each topic, which I honestly kind of like that format. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, we will hopefully next week we talk to him. Um, Evan's doing great in Poland. Um, shout out to him. We've hopefully have some kind of clip from him being there 
Uh, we weren't able to get it together tonight, but hopefully maybe next week we'll be able to hear from him. Yeah, he's planning on sending us a trip report from Energylandia that we'll be able to play right there on the show. That could, that's like the AKA of Cedar Point over there. So that's... Yeah. Yeah, you know, before we end, uh, Dean, this is a kind of a monumental episode for both of us. I know it's your first, but this will be the last episode that me and you, if you come back on, record in Ohio as we are moving to Florida in less than a week that is true that is true so long ohio so long the day trips to cedar point and king's island that's it we got some new home parks coming up for us but oh yeah i'm gonna I think miss I got going something to in my eye something in my eye that's starting to <laughs> yeah i'm gonna miss the last minute trips but oh, yeah. new adventure hey, you know what you can have last minute trips now to disneyland and universal <laughs> and you know Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then once we find cheap airfare, we can come back. Oh, yeah. Exactly, right? Spirit and, and Frontier, let's go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Jared would not agree with Spirit. He had a pretty bad experience with them this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to add this week, Karsten? Uh, no, just want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in, and uh, thanks, Dean, for being a guest. Uh, definitely appreciated it. Yeah, well, it is time to end another episode. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for bearing with us. And we hope you all have an amazing week out at the parks, doing whatever it is that you're doing. Until next time, we'll see you on the Midway. Be kind to your ride operators. Good night, folks. Bye, guys. See you.